everybody. This is Muffin with the Daily Biker Podcast. Just here to let y'all know the opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and their guests, not to be confused with their partners and sponsors. Now, let's get it on. Hey guys, this is Sean from the Bikes and Beards YouTube channel, and you guys are listening to the Daily Biker Podcast. You're going to love it. Hey, if you're listening to this right now, just want to let you know there is a major visual component to this audio. Go to the Daily Bikers YouTube channel and check it out. I'm red. Red, red. Red, red, red. Red, red. <laughs> All right, the next video we're taking is Marcus trying to get in. <laughs> in the car? In the car. All <laughs> very high-quality entertainment. Have to call the fire, fire company out to get him out. Cut the car in half. <laughs> I see we need a couple of these to be able to like just cruise around. You know what? Take one of those and put like a Valkyrie engine in there or a Harley or like a 117. <laughs> but you know what we need to do? The same thing you always do. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Daily Biker Podcast. This Every is the first time. video can't tell you when the next one will be but we are at the barber motorsports museum we figured we would try and do something different so if you are listening to this know you can go to our youtube channel and there is a visual component to this daniel say hi to everybody hey there and i got miss muffin it might be a little harder to hear her because me and Daniel are on uh, wireless lab mics. I'll just stick it next to her when she wants to go talk. <laughs> so, uh, we, I mean, we got ducks yeah. right here and stuff like this. Yeah, we're just wandering around. We're wandering around so people can see what we're looking at when we talk about this stuff. So, so that's a bot moto. All old uh, race bikes. Yeah. Mr. Barber was a dairy farmer, or his family was. He he did milk. <laughs> MV Augusta. Yeah. You know, I think the the styling of these bikes, I've always found it to be very interesting with this bodywork. See, this is what I was talking about on that episode where I said that. Do uh, the KZ. That, that's Let's build one of these. All I need to do is get this fairing. Wouldn't be too hard to do. Need to get somebody that's good at manufacturing things. <laughs> I know you're not supposed to touch. That seat's nice, though. That just looks very uncomfortable. Yeah. I guess I should give them the view up for those that... Uh, might have heard of this or or anything that don't quite know exactly what Barber is. It is a motorsports museum and just out there, there we I don't go. know if you can see it, there is a racetrack. We'll go out there after a while. Should we uh, let's take a look at the gator and then I guess reckon we go upstairs? Yeah. So Isn't that neat looking? Heather, I mean Perfect. <laughs> well, like the one above it has a uh, has a V twin. Me and Marcus would have to sit an on S &S the back seat up it. there. Yeah. <laughs> All the Grand Prix bikes. Yeah, look at this one. 10 horsepower. Oh, that's It good. looks like a museum piece, but since it's sitting by the offices, it's just somebody rode to work, <laughs> got a ride home. Wait, Dave's here? Forgot their bike here. <laughs> <laughs> the original small board bikes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go... Uh, Go hit the elevator. I love looking at the tiny brake discs that all of these bikes have. <laughs> How did this stop? How did you stop? You think we we'll could catch just the elevator? walk up. Or are we going all the way to the top? 
I figured we'd go all the way to the top. While we're waiting on that, I'll show them the, ba the basement one, as we'll call it. No, no, mine's, mine's, uh, there it is. There's mine. RC45. My, my mm -hmm. dream. One day, Marcus, one day. Yeah, yeah, one day, one day I'll have one of those. Uh, let me tell you. It's a freight elevator. Yeah. Oh, that's how they move the bikes and cars up. You know, we could have just walked. That's true. Yeah, but they we need do have it. legs. Yeah, it's a ramp. I'm still nursing a broken toe. Well, whose fault is that? Yours. Your fault that you have a broken toe or a bruised toe. Yeah. So 75-year-old men have to get up and pee during the middle of the night and toe breaks. Probably hit the button. Yeah. We've spoke about this before while, yes, while I'm explaining it mm -hmm. to him how I broke my toe. So. That's scary looking right there. Okay. I can't even point. Oh my goodness. It's going to be a very interesting episode. It's a good thing that we know who he is. Oh, I guess we should have pushed the button. Yeah, we were just going to stand here all day and watch the elevator go up and down. What I was doing. I always thought it automatically came back down. I don't think I've ever pushed the button any of the times I've ever been here. I don't know. So... Head on in. To the top, man. To the top. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> you don't have to, like, hide from the camera. Who's hiding from the camera? You were hiding from the camera. Standing in an elevator next to you. Turbo. <sighs> Top floor. You know, it's almost to the point where there's so much stuff, you don't yeah. even know where to start. Because, I mean, that's what we've talked about in the past. It's uh, where you could spend days here and still not see everything. Well, that's kind of the thing about this. I mean, I'm sure people are going to watch this and be like, hey, go back. I want to see that motorcycle. Nope, not yeah. doing it. We'll, yeah. we'll come back yeah, another we'll, time. We'll, we'll be back another time for this. This is cool. Hey, Marcus, I found a graphic you need on yours. <laughs> <laughs> see what Daniel's graphic's uh, in here. <laughs> Pretty sure I know a graphic. Heather, do you agree? Uh, yes. <laughs> she agrees. And I made sure to get it on the mic. They're they're both jerks. I would look, not speak ill of people okay. like that. Look, the two best motorcycles in here. <laughs> that one? Yes. Actually, that's impressive. A CB754 uh, police bike. Look, if you need to take your felon into custody comfortably. For, the, for those of you that have heard me and Daniel talk about it and have been like, I've never seen it. There it is. But this. Those bikes are great until 70. So, if you ever are getting chased by one, go faster than 70. 75. Heather would be the life of the party. Heather would be the life of the party. Yes. 
Oh, sorry, sorry. Didn't didn't mean to make y'all look at an Indian for a second there. <laughs> Actually, Heather, if you think about it, the survey car Marcus could ride puts you in the trunk. Yes. Hey, so uh, Chattanooga PD has bought two BMWs. Oh, have they now? Yeah. Trying to catch up to Collegedale? <laughs> Something. Yeah, that's the exact same number of BMWs that Collegedale has too, though. A little yeah. moto compo. <laughs> yeah, so Daniel, why don't you explain real quick the whole deal about the moto compo for them? The, the moto compo was a foldable city motorcycle, so it all just kind of folds into itself. You could put it back in the back of, what was it, a Honda Civic at the time, or their equivalent when this bike came out. You could take it anywhere. It was a streetable motorcycle. You could ride it on the road. 49 cc's. What does that say? What's this say right there? I can't read that. Yeah, gosh. Must be heat stroke. I can't read it either. <laughs> Cushman's. I, I love these new super... That's a brand new bike. I guess when I get over here, I need to uh, I need to turn the camera so they can see exactly what's going on. Oh yeah, they are racing today, aren't they? Yeah. And we do have access to the the ramp. Yeah. I wonder what you ever seen that right there before? That bar like popped up. No, I've never seen that bar. Oh look at them, They're flying through there. Flying. All right. What this is, is just what traffic. Is going on? This yeah. is just traffic. Somebody, somebody got turned off the wrong the, way. <laughs> Grand Marquis. <laughs> no. Crown Vic. What? The red? No. no. Oh, well, I bet that would go pretty fast. I bet so that red was a. a yeah. An Alfa Romeo or yeah. Julia. There we go. Oh, wait, there's more. That, that clapped out Civic. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, bro. Oh, Fox Body. Hey, look, a little BMW. I'm waiting for another Crown Vic to come across. <laughs> they must be doing uh, like I think a it's pace lap. I thought it was like an open track day. Well, it is. I mean, you still have to do like this registration stuff, but I don't think someone came down here for an open track day in a Crown Vic. <laughs> <laughs> 2,500. I, I think it's some sort of like passing or uh, pacing thing. All right, Daniel. I'm pretty sure I could go grab my leathers. I need some ice cream for five cents. Yeah. I mean, I've got a leather tracksuit, Marcus. We can. Z50. This. Is I can get behind this engine right here. This is what we need. We need one of these. <laughs> this is the. 1986 Honda Z50 Christmas Special. Is this a Kawasaki version of Grom? It is. Yes. It's actually a Grom with Kawasaki badging. <laughs> Essentially, yes. <laughs> Which is so, so funny because all these Hondas that are sitting around here and then they... <laughs> I know. Kawasaki. Well, Marcus, one that we do have to point out that we, uh, We're we not going about. to look. No, we don't care about that one. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Can I tell you exactly what you're going to say? Go ahead. The V12 Kawasaki. No, this. The RE5. Oh, they do have an RE5. <laughs> hey, you know, we need to add that to the bag. <laughs> Snowmobile. No, that's a, that's a snow bike. Snow bike. But that's a Christini, so that's two-wheel drive. So what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do with a snow bike? Nothing. You can so, say, I got it. I'm just going to ride but there, it. So back, back to the RE5. This is the one that everybody questions. What the heck is an RE5? It's the rotary-powered Suzuki. I still, the gauges are the coolest part on this bike, other than the fact that it's a rotary engine. <laughs> Get that in direct sunlight. You can't see it. <laughs> can you see it now? <laughs> Peugeot. Look, it's Grandpappy. It's Grandpappy. <laughs> it's Paypal. 
Peepaw. But this one's the 1100. No, that's the no, 1000. That's the original. No, no. Remember? The first one. The first one was an 1100. <laughs> no, it was like no. an 1800. Yeah, yeah their, their prototype was an 1800. Cannondale? I thought they made bicycles. <laughs> Moto Guzzi. I thought they made transverse engines. Well, that one just sticks straight out. Hey, best bike here. Biker boys. No, it really is. This is Lawrence Fishburne's motorcycle from mm -hmm. the movie Biker Boys. It is. It's the one he did a 360 in the rain on. Was it Biker Boys or was it the other one? I thought it was Biker Boys. Yeah, it was Biker Boys. Yeah, but there, uh, Torque is the other one. Yeah. 360 in the rain. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool to have. Never gonna ride it, but it'd be cool to have. Yeah, they didn't have that the last time we were here, did they? This stuff always changing. Yeah. V rod. Crap, it is. At one point in time. Troy has one of those. <laughs> there we go. Now we've got the best Oof. bikes in the. Okay. My, my favorite selection. So, Alan here is Milliard. the double overhead cam 1600cc V8 <laughs> Kawasaki. Oh, man. Here is the inline five. Yeah. Inline five. Yep. Kawasaki 850. And that's a, that's a two stroke. Now, do you want to clarify for these motorcycles that they weren't built? by Kawasaki. Yes, none of these in this section were built by Kawasaki. There was a designer, uh, Alan <laughs> Including this Honda. This Honda was also not built by Kawasaki. It was built by him. The V12. So. Based on two inline six. CC V12. <laughs> How cool, I think that one would be fun to ride. Sketchy, but fun. So, I just want to point out with this one, this thing still has drum brakes on there. <laughs> just want to point that out. Hey, look, so that went away on the screen. I don't know what that whole deal yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know what that was either. I've never seen that. Unless it was lighting before. exposure or something. Well, you were facing outside. That could have been it. See, that's a I love that color, GL. <laughs> it's blue on here. Straight up. Holy crap, it is blue. Heather, look at that. Look at the camera. This is not a blue motorcycle. Oh, I just no. want to point that out, people. Uh, this yeah, like is the same color as my wheels. That's yeah. what that is. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I wonder what the camera's that is, doing. That is weird. No, everything else is Every, like... Yeah, normal. They're normal. <laughs> that shows up yeah. blue on camera. Yeah. Look, look at the camera. It's blue. Weird. Daniel, you should take a picture of that. I am going to take For the socials. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Marcus shows up blue on my phone. Look. My wheels show up till though. That must, there must be, does yours show up blue? Well, it's take a pic. So the camera shown blue. Take a picture of the camera. It's more teal on yours than it is on mine. <laughs> That's so weird. Well, hold on. I, now there's another. Yep, shows up blue. Yeah, that one's blue too. Yeah. Cameras Straight are colorblind apparently. Straight up blue. We we have discovered an anomaly in the cameras. So this color, Ooh, if you have seen the new delivered. Jeep Compass in like the teal color, this is that exact same yeah, color. Pretty much. But it shows up blue on these cameras. I don't know if it's these, the lighting. I, but nothing else has been different color. So you know what? That was how Honda used to get you away from the police. <laughs> we got them on camera. It's a blue motorcycle. 
<laughs> now, <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a yeah, mule. It's going to yeah. come out and blow. <laughs> Look, I got away from the police because they said I was riding a blue motorcycle. I don't own a blue motorcycle. That is so weird. Because that'll show up as blue. So, this is what's crazy to me, how they have stuff that they shouldn't have. Yep. Like, that should have been destroyed at some point in time. That, that was a design room prototype. If you look, I mean, things aren't even attached. That's just straight up a... Uh, Surprising it has a chain on it. Don't all the Buells have chains? No, I'm surprised the bike, just oh. like since it's a design bike, that it actually has chains on it. See, they should have done this with all the Sportster engines. Actually make them look interesting. This, still my favorite. Yep, XB12R. The Firebolt. It's one for sale locally. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know about that. This. So I didn't ride it in the 1100 platform, but that is still one of the funnest motorcycles I've ever yeah. rode. Was a Ducati Hyper Motard. The Ducati Hyper Motard. You're a Motard. <laughs> Marcus, that's what we should call ourselves, the Motards. Oh, <laughs> well, they got it shut down now. They had it open last time we were here. Yeah, they did have that section open. So I guess I should walk over here and show them this uh, Modus. Mm-hmm. So this is a Motus. These are yeah, actually he's, produced he's off here in something Birmingham, else, Alabama. We're looking at a Britain V1000 the over here. The engine, you can see, it is a V4 configuration. Although know, the Motus is cool. Yeah. So that is actually, the original design for that is half of an LS. Cut it in half. Yep. Built an engine out of it. So, and but this is. Charge you $35,000. Uh, this is like, uh, it's the Barber Advanced Design Center, uh, but it's like Modus is teamed in with mm -hmm. them on sponsoring that. We'll go down over here and we can walk across the next platform. Can we take the stairs instead of waiting on the elevator this time? That's fine, but we need to show this bike because this is a bike that we've talked about. Not a lot of people have ever actually seen. So, the so, Paul Smart. Yeah, this is the 2006 Ducati Paul Smart edition. Uh, they do have an original Ducati Paul Smart. Uh, Th this was their throwback to the bike. Yeah, if we if we see it, we'll be like, here it goes. Yeah. That's such a good, they, I think they did a really good job with it. Yeah, so, uh, oh, that's back. I don't know what it is. Huh. You can't touch it or do anything with it. No, touching it doesn't do anything. Showing you battery life, maybe? No. So, uh, but. Well, is it because you have the mic thing set up to this? or? Well, the mics aren't hooked up to this, though, so it shouldn't be affecting it. Huh, weird. But anyways, uh, so Ron Reynolds. Uh, most frequently used motorcycle is one of these, a 2006 uh, Ducati Paul Smart. Edition. You know, you, you would look at it and never think it was from 2006. I'll have it on video in case you fall. Uh, yeah, and, they're con and they're concrete stairs. No show didn't, <laughs> no show is a no show. Well, his bike's not working. He's got more. Yeah. Well, what was he going to... Yeah, I guess he does have more Harleys. I forget about that. He's going to ride the KZ down. What else could he ride? Whatever he wants. True. He could have went and got the Road King from his dad's house. So... You know, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he did do something like that. But uh, over there is, is his section. Well, that's where he's at today. He sent me a picture. He's riding that KX out on some trail somewhere saying that it's way too powerful for him. What? That's what he said. He's already saying it's too powerful? He's saying he should have kept the DRZ? No. I will read verbatim. It's a handful. My God, this thing is fast. And my arms are pumped after 30 minutes. 
definitely going to be a learning curve, but I can tell my time around the course is much faster. <laughs> All right, Daniel. And picture evidence. It looks green in the camera. All right, show us what we got here first. Looking at a Kawasaki KDX 400. Without reading the thing. Well, I did have to read the thing because <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that one actually is. It's Kawasaki. Kawasaki. Is that, is that how we're going to do it? This one's a Yankee. <laughs> so this is the, like, the dirt bike. Section. Yeah. It does. You know what they don't have in here? An XR650. They might, just not over here. It's in the basement, hidden in a corner. Hey, I had, I had one of those. YZF250. That is a Can-Am dirt bike. Honda Elsinore. See, I like that. Yeah, the Yamaha 250. That's just a, a cool looking bike. That's styling. That era of off-road is interesting. For How sure. about this? <laughs> so, yeah, KTM. Yeah, uh, so 2009 says a 950. No, it's a 660. Huh. Oh, it's their rally version. Look Look at the how they've got the directions. Sorry, I got, on. Yeah, it's scroll map. Sorry, I got distracted by behind you. <laughs> because you need to be more of a hooligan. Oh. <laughs> He's got to find the Harley everywhere. Like, I'm not going to have this on camera. <laughs> that would actually be really fun to ride around on. Huh. Now, this is a pretty interesting Suzuki logo. Suzuki from back in the 60s? Neat. <laughs> Hooray! Hooray! Sportster. Well, there you go, Marcus. There's the one you really want to see, the XR750. <laughs> the whole thing's held together with zip ties. Hey, Bull Taco. Because these are all the hill climb bikes. Well, this definitely is. Yeah. With the chains over the tire. So the museum is dedicated to motorsports. Obviously, they've got some cars, they've got some race cars and stuff like that. But you want to talk about boat motors? Hey, Marcus, you need a boat engine? Yeah, anybody need a boat engine? Vincent. We're going to get around there so we can see that double engine? Yeah. All right, you do have to see the Vincent, though. I mean, that's just a cool, cool piece of technology from that era. Yeah, well, you're talking about 70 horsepower in 1949, too. That's insane. Yeah. But then a 1970 BSA double engine drag bike, 125 horsepower. Well, 125 estimated. Oh, look at this. So, huh. What is this? You, you got to see this one some more. It's a Kawasaki. Kawasaki? Well, that's a, it no, it's like a Fox a, Kawasaki. Yeah, it, well, it looked like a Kawasaki engine, but man, they none of this is factory. So it's 1,203 cc's. With <laughs> a turbo. Says uh, horsepower is not available. No. <laughs> Broke the dyno. 
You only need a little bit of gas. No. Break a Madonna? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that'll do it. That's how you break a Madonna right there. Hundred and sixty cubic inch. So two thousand six, hundred and sixty five horsepower. Wasn't, wasn't this one of their like you could buy this? By, yeah, you could buy You could it, walk you into the dealership and, and order one. Harley needs to go back. They need to do it again. Factory spec drag bike. No, factory spec Pan America track bike. That would be cool. Strip down, hooligan class factory bike. <laughs> yeah, for you pegboard people, just want to say this is the ultimate pegboard. <laughs> I wish I had that in my garage. Hey, Marcus, I think I saw this on the showroom floor the other day. It was yeah. orange, but the same thing. So, what are we looking at, Daniel? It's a 65 Electric Glide, Harley Davidson. It looks like something Harley just put out, doesn't it? It does. So, Harley has. A really fantastic job uh, when they're doing the icon. So with this one, with uh, the revival, they've done a fantastic job uh, bringing that bike back to life on a modern motorcycle. They should have made them Kickstart only. <laughs> you know why they don't? You know why they don't even have a Kickstarter on it? Because no one knows how to use a Kickstarter. Because of fuel injection. It's not the point. <laughs> no, no. Make it a kickstart that activates the, the switch. No, you just have, you don't have an actual starter. You have a battery solenoid that'll turn on the fuel pump and then you kickstart. <laughs> it still wouldn't work. That would be funny. Watch some poor lady try to... Now, now that they're going guy, a little bit of scooting. Booking it. There is a NASCAR on the track. There is a, a there is a stock car NASCAR on the track. Oh, so I saw that second where they come around. I thought that was someone going off the track. I thought it was there going off. Oh, there is a sprint car on the track. Someone's got a side by side. No, that is not a side by side, sir. That is a uh, what they call it. The no, when they take uh, like Miatas and cut them down yeah. and just put a frame on it. You mean a go-kart? <laughs> there is literally a stock car on the track. We got to wait for it to come back around. Like someone owns a stock car and they do track racing, track days with it. I'd liked when I saw the F-250s going around the track. I thought that was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here comes another one of the... Uh, it's like one of those prototype cars. So you can buy those, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, there's people that, that sell it. It's a Honda. <laughs> Here comes another one of those prototype cars. I can't think of, I can't remember the race series that they... I think I've seen that 320. Look, there's another stock car. <laughs> Holy crap. That's not a car I would take on a track track. That's not the stock car I saw earlier, though. No, there's a different one. Little M3. There, there it is. is. Yeah, there it is. He's getting that back end around a little bit. All right. They're still going to be driving, so just keep walking around. I mean, we're 30 minutes in, and for the audio listener, we haven't given them a whole lot, but us yeah. just walking around and looking at stuff. Well, we just, I mean, it's not that we're going to try and detract anything from the audio listener. It's just we want to give uh, some sort of like component. Show you what we're talking about, what we're seeing. So, uh, I mean, there's going to be people that obviously they're still listening to this. It's, you know, for like Chris, he says it's this Monday, Monday morning coffee. So he's going to turn it on. It's going to play in the background. You're going to have our voices and that's what you look for. But 
just want to give something for those other people. Hey, how about this? So, electrical line. Yep. 1,200 cc's. Not a bad looking bike. I, I told you, I like the, hey. I like the solo seats. The John Player special? Yeah. It's called a buddy seat, buddy. <laughs> I'm choking. You, you okay over there? He's going to die on us. <coughs> so it's not a solo seat. It's called a buddy seat. It's two up. It is two up. Well, that's good for somebody. Uh, here are the rear pegs. Yep. That's not a very comfortable two up. No. That's, you better be good friends with your buddy. <laughs> that's not an acquaintance seat. How about that windjammer right there? That is pretty cool. Spirit of America. Here's my next ride. I could totally see you getting one of these. Well, I wonder if you could roll it and it just roll back onto its wheels. What is... I don't understand. I don't want to touch. Because you, you do have a harness. You have a double belt harness. Like we could have this. Yeah. Hit the front brake a little bit too hard and you roll back over. Hey. So mentioned it on the podcast, we haven't seen it yet. So this is the Mooglide. The Mooglide. And this is why it's, it's nicknamed the Mooglide. So this is a 1993 uh, Harley-Davidson. They called it a heritage soft tail, but it was, it was called the Nostalgia. And that is what started the soft tail deluxe. There you go, full tour CBX Honda, six cylinder. That should be seven, mid 70s. There we go. That's what I want right there. An H2. In that I color? H2. I, I want it with that green frame, black. Hey. I don't remember this one. I don't either. But if you put the wheels, you put the emblems of the wheels together, you'd have Audi wheels. That's, well, I thought that's what it was for a second. Hey, Daniel. Hey, look, my bike. I actually need some parts. <laughs> I got a tool kit in the bike. And this <laughs> Tool, is, tools are on the wall. This is one of the prettiest uh, G6Rs ever produced. There you go. Marcus 750 Turbo. These are the turbo, all the turbo motorcycles from the 1980s. So. Turbo so. Wars. Tell us about the turbo bikes for the audio listener. Back, back in the 1980s, all the manufacturers were trying to come up with something new, and everybody did a turbo bike. You have a Honda, Kawasaki, Suzuki, and Yamaha even did one, the Seika 2 Turbo, if I recall. If, if I recall, that's what it was called. So but the Honda was a 650. Based, the on, CX the, based 650. on the 650. Yeah, the, so Kawasaki did it as a GPZ, but it's a 750 in but the that's, turbo. That's what Kawasaki was doing at that time, GPZs and Ninjas. Right. Is that a Seika? Yamaha's, Yamaha manufactured the Seika yep. turbo. And 650. And Suzuki's, is that an 850? Yes, it'd be a XN85, which would be an 850. Nope, 670. Uh, they made a eight, an 85 that was called, that was an 850. Why would they call it an 85? I don't know. That's what I, I'm not sure. Bring me back the can of tuna. <laughs> a Katana Turbo. We can go in circles in that. Yep. So uh, it's a, one of the one wheels. Daniel. Hey, an ELR. <laughs> Signed by Eddie Lawson. This, this is basically the um, bike that the ZRX that I own is based on. The, the paint scheme, the styling. They wanted to throw back to Eddie Lawson. Can't, some, can't believe somebody graffitied that motorcycle. <laughs> if he wants to sign my ZRX, I will let him. So, in fact, if anybody listening to this knows Eddie Lawson or here. can get a tank that's signed by him, I will take it. Hold this. I will do this part because this is 
a little bit of my passion. Make sure you get centered camera because I had my head cut off for a second. If it goes black and you want to say it, just tap it. Yeah. So this is the start of the modern production sport bike. So my personal favorite being the, the uh, VFR RC series uh, with the Hondas. Honda was one of the dominating powerhouses that brought out of the 80s flat bench era motorcycles like the 80 Lawson bike uh, into what you could see as a transition to what we have now. But uh, realistically, you know, Yamaha with the SZR, Honda with their VFRs, uh, and uh, Suzuki was there, but it was really kind of earlier, mid-90s before Suzuki hit that point. Uh, they still had a lot of focus with the Katana and stuff like that, which, don't get me wrong, fantastic motorcycles, futuristic motorcycles, those turbo bike style motorcycles, mm -hmm. but it was not what people wanted. When these bikes started hitting the scene, this is what people saw, this is what people wanted, which then turned very quickly within a couple of years into these types of machines. These are Ducatis, and these are both mid to later 90 Ducatis, so. Do a walk, show all these bikes. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> so uh, there is the katana over here. You can definitely see the styling. So it's like they, they tried. Well, right. Well, now keep in mind this this bike is eight years older than everything else up here. Yeah. But this whole display is that birth of the modern sport bike. So uh, I will say, Suzuki did it right in the eighties and branching out and that was why you had other companies like you see a predominant honda in yeah. the late 80s stepped in and said well let us take a, a shot at it and yeah so you're just saying everybody had to catch up to suzuki no suzuki did it first honda blew past suzuki <laughs> suzuki had to catch back up after the fact because you get some bikes like this in the 90s this is kind of the where it all led to yeah, true, this is the styling. this is the epitome of where they got to when they said, "Okay, let's let's start coming back a little bit." But like, if you were to nitpick, if you were to go over there and nitpick a VFR yeah. 750 uh, RC45, you'd nitpick those types of motorcycles, the little things, and then you come here and you compare it to this. Yeah. This is a pretty motorcycle. Yeah, that's a two fifty. <laughs> the build things on these are not the same class and same level as what they were doing yeah they were still using some older technological parts and stuff like that well in the and in my recollection as well you talk about the the bikes of the 1970s moving into the 1980s in 1981 suzuki came out with the gs 1100 and that was the king of the hill at the time but that was a traditional style motorcycle like yeah. you would see like the kz's like anything else well honda was doing a lot too throughout the 90s yeah uh because it definitely became a power war and honda was fighting for that power so they had the the blackbird the yeah. cbx double x or cbr double x because you know i, I th uh, when i think about when you think about honda in the 70s and 80s mm -hmm. they really didn't compete as well so, because they rested on the CB750 for way well, too long. They also rested a lot on, you meet the nicest people on a Honda. <laughs> Honda's a great motorcycle. Yeah. But that's where I've talked about before. In the 80s, Honda went, we've got to do something mm -hmm. different. And doing that established them. So Honda built this, and people go, well, 99, yeah. that's the same year as a Hanabusa. Yeah, this year model of this one is a 99, but it came out a couple of years before that. And then Suzuki came out with, with the Hayabusa, yeah. and Honda went, let's do something different. Yeah, and <laughs> Kawasaki and right. Yamaha really didn't even try to compete. I mean, Kawasaki had the 1100 or 1200 at the time. I'm trying to remember. Well, it the would have Ninja, been the Concourse. They, no, no, no. Oh, they had no, they had, they had a Ninja 1000. They, they had a Ninja 1000. They also had a Ninja 1200. I don't know if it was called a Ninja. I, I, it might have been... I think it was like the. A, I think, I think they called it something else, but it was yeah. a concourse. 
Yeah. The same motor they put in the Concourse, which yeah. was like a 1200 at I think. the time. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> you really want a supermoto, don't you? <laughs> this is beyond supermoto. <laughs> This thing just is, a just a little power. It is a 950 cc supermoto. <laughs> the and, LC8. And compared to a hypermotard, that is a still pretty streetable motorcycle. That's not. Yeah. Not at all. So, uh, Daniel. Oh, to walk me, walk us through this one here. Oh, we're we're finally getting to my sections of bikes yes. that I like. Yes, what uh, what two bikes are you standing with for these the are, audio listener? These are the lovely Honda Ruins. Ruin, you mispronounced it. You want to call it a ruin, <laughs> and it didn't help Honda at all because they couldn't sell a damn one of them. Because everybody else called it a Honda Ruin. That's, that's why they have two of them in the museum. <laughs> Let's talk about the main thing that didn't help the ruins case. the styling the front suspension yeah so they used a cantilever style linked suspension that is very similar to what was on the goldwing at the time however it it's a lot and wait it, is it, this the section that's like the ugly motorcycles because we have two ruins and a victory and, and then uh yeah what was this what was this victory called it's the like the yeah the vision yeah it's it's the defunct motorcycle section <laughs> now but then again the the honda rune was their first use of the 1800 cc goldwing engine so they had Horrible that use they had that when every the goldwing was still the 1520 see these right here these v4 interceptors like that's that's the cool stuff so what about this R80, R9, no, R100. So... Who are these? We're talking about... Oh, they went uh, around the world. Yep, it's a it's a couple of people. They went around the world on a couple of BMWs. You so, know, if you're going to go around the world on a bike, make it one that you can easily take the heads off, work on, do whatever you want to. So, we have... Uh, one more area that we need to check out, Daniel, um, because we have been on that floor, but we did not take them up to the full-on race bike section. Come so, on, crew. We're going to meander. <laughs> where are we headed to? We are heading to the fifth floor again. <coughs> the what? No, we're not going to the fifth floor. It's the fourth floor. Oh, yeah, it is the fourth floor. I forgot they stagger them. Watch out. There are people, there are people behind you, Marcus. So um, <laughs> He's going to hurt himself. Hey, look, people we know. Why are we going to the fourth floor? Well, because there's a movie bike up here that you want to see. Uh-oh, this is scary. I know, it's always scary. Should we go to the movie bike first? I feel like you should, because I know this is your style of motorcycle. <laughs> 100% Let's you. Let's do this. Easy rider. All right, now let's go look at some real motorcycles. <laughs> you know, it's a shame it's not the real one. Yeah. It's a reproduction. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to hear me drink water. <laughs> should, should I talk? I feel like you should. This is your age and era of motorcycles. Okay, so we're Do you remember into, when these came out? We're moving into the motorcycles that came out when I was a kid. So, um, actually, I was an adult by the time this one came out. This one's kind of yeah. new for me. There we so, go. So, uh, we're going to get over here. So, we're talking, this is the early 1900s. So, and a friend of ours recently bought a, was that a 60s model, Sears? Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and we kind of freaked out. She doesn't quite understand why we freaked out. First of all, they don't make that motorcycle anymore, but also because when most people think of Sears motorcycles, they think of this. But there was a lot of companies in the 60s, 50s and 60s, making motorcycles that yeah, yeah. companies that don't exist anymore. So I want to point out, 
I don't hate Indian. There are two very beautiful examples of Indians right behind Dago. I feel like he's refusing to turn the last, camera. Last one he liked was from the early 1900s. Last one I liked was from my college years. <laughs> that is a pretty bike. But I mean, this is a bicycle. <laughs> but that's what motorcycles were in the early 1900s. They were bicycles. Yeah. Well, you have stuff like this. So this is a 1939 Indian hill climber. So, no, I don't know all these bikes. They all have plates on them. Yeah. Me and Marcus do not know most of this information. We can, we both know how to mostly read. Yeah. Yeah. So. Henderson. Here's oh, no, a Harley Davidson hill climb bike. So this one is a 1934. This is a 45 cubic inch engine. Uh, this should be. What, be what do they have listed as? Uh, like an F head or whatever it was? It, it should be like an F. It's very similar to a flatty, but... Uh, See, this is, the chains I always find interesting on the hill climb bikes. Well, they didn't really have knobby tires for that time period. Uh, but let me show you when most people think vintage Harley-Davidson, vintage Indian, and the competition, this is where it was. This is the era, you know, this so is a 1930 Indian. It's a 1929 Harley-Davidson this is the iconic imagery when you picture those two motorcycles competing. Uh, both of these are very beautiful motorcycles. But if you notice, Harley Davidson was doing a leaf or a regular Springer style front suspension, where Indian was doing a leaf spring style front suspension. I can't imagine that either of those, the leaf spring for sure, would have been comfortable. Uh, it, it's really just dependent. Uh, a lot of people ran a the Springer front end. Not a whole lot of people ran a leaf spring. Excelsior did run a leaf spring, uh, but a lot of different people tried to kind of do some different things. Well, and so. here's here's actually something very interesting. You know, most people when they talk about four cylinder motorcycles, they think of something that's modern. You think of like a super sport CBR one thousand. Yeah, but. Thing like that. Uh, so what we have here is a Henderson four. So uh, Henderson started that. Henderson was one of the first ones yeah. to ever put uh, manufacturer inline four uh, now they motorcycle were engines mounted in the wrong direction. They were small. Uh, they were longitudinally mounted. You know, this is an eighty cubic inch. So it's a, it is a thirteen hundred cc. But you got to remember that displacement is inside, yeah. not on the outside, uh, and it only made uh, thirty horsepower keeps up with a CBR. <laughs> yes. You remember uh, when this bike came out? This one? Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, actually, so uh, I got one for my 16th birthday present. Rode one to school. It's awesome. brand new. So proud of you. So. Uh, here's a, a gorgeous motorcycle. You know... One thing has to be said, I know technology does change, but how skinny, how skinny. these tires are. Well, that, these were skinny on, on purpose. True. But I want you to look, you know, you had it exposed over there on the Springer front end. This is still a Springer front end. It's just hidden in the It's tubes. internal inside of a tube. Which is unique. So, well. Almost so, like a pre-fork. You're talking about this is the era of the board track motorcycles. This is where the term the Harley-Davidson Wrecking Crew comes from. The Wrecking Crew was Harley-Davidson's board track racing team. This is also where the pig comes from because they had a pig named Johnny. That was the t Wrecking Crew's mascot. It's also where the Fast Johnny comes from. Everything comes full circle. <laughs> so you're saying Harley doesn't do anything new. Nobody does. <laughs> what are, aren't we about to get like Terminator 12 or something like that? Probably. Arnold Schwarzenegger's in a wheelchair at this point. What about this? That's an original F head, isn't it? So this is a 1934 oh. Harley Davidson CAC. So it's a three by four born stroke, 500 CC overhead push rod activated. Uh, single carburetor, twin float, 
uh, single speed. In an attempt to compete with the British JAP and Rudge Class A Speedway machines, Harley-Davidson designed their own version of the CAC, which was virtually a copy of the current JAP. An additional batch of a dozen machines were built, but performance was disappointing. The project was canceled, citing financial reasons, as this was the height of the Great Depression. I think that name on the side of the tire looks familiar. Yeah, Coker Tire Company. Uh, for anybody in antique motorcycles or cars, knows the Coker Tire Company. In case you don't know, they're in Chattanooga. So, and I have actually, so Coker Tire has something similar to this, but it is Harley Davidson. It's a little bit newer, but the sidecar is more of this vintage. Uh, I feel like that one should have had a horse attached to it. I actually... <laughs> I actually uh, helped do the reupholstering of the sidecar um, for that motorcycle. If you ever get a chance to go to their museum, it's, it's sitting there. It's, it's super cool. Uh, this was a motorcycle that was built in college. Uh, <laughs> you built that one in college? Yeah, I built it in college when I was at Yale. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look, it's a, new, it's a new FDR. Closest thing I have to Yale is... <laughs> <laughs> So that is actually a 1903 Indian. This is just like back in the day. Early. So when look when Indian says since 1901, this was 1903. What did 1901 look like? Him. Do you remember 1901, Troy? <laughs> Not quite that old. Do you remember 1903? Just a few years ago. So, like it was yesterday. Uh, Daniel, we have talked. Was it the Roper or was it this one? We talked about one of these. Oh, it's this one. Yes. This one here. So you give me this and you explain why we have talked about this motorcycle before. So we talked about this motorcycle because it was the first real motorcycle as we understand them today. Yeah, because before it was stuff like that. that. And the one interesting, because 1894, we're, we were talking about Harley Davidson and, and Indians from 1903, 1905, yeah. teens. Yeah. This is 20 years before some of those. Yeah. And this has a bigger engine than some of the Harleys have now. How big of an engine does this motorcycle have? This is a 1500cc. Why? Why? This is it 1500cc? 1500cc? Single. <laughs> and Go look, back and check out our episode, the singles episode. I think, does it sound the singles? It's the singles episode. Yeah. It's, well, I don't know. Here, show them the design of this engine because it's just so unique in the way that it was actually done. Because yeah, there's no, there's no transmission. No, well, and you're not talking about a chain or anything like that. Uh, so your connecting rod actually runs out into uh, a gearing system could, and actually propels the motorcycle. I would be curious to see if you could build a modern counterpart to that, a 1500cc so, single. We're so coming we to racing section. an end of the episode. I know y'all are so sad. Uh, so disappointed. A lot of this stuff... You've heard Daniel and I talk about before. Um, this is uh, MotoGP racing. Yep. Um, there is one more motorcycle that I want to show them. Uh, and it's simply because sponsorships. In today's age, you hear about some crazy sponsors that sponsor brands. And you go, oh, you know, that sponsor that company and that company and that company. How about Jordan? <laughs> Jordan sponsored Yamaha. Jordan sponsored Suzuki. Suzuki. Here is the race leathers. <laughs> I have to say, Suzuki. it's one of the more interesting choices of sponsors, but I guess you need money from somewhere. 
need monies from somewhere. Monies. Educate much? Yes. Monies. Monies. I need monies too. No. Hey everybody, this is Sean at White Lightning Harley-Davidson. I want to thank you for listening to the Daily Biker Podcast. You can reach the podcast on Facebook or Instagram at The Daily Biker or you can email the podcast at thedailybiker at gmail.com. Be sure to keep an eye on White Lightning Harley-Davidson social media pages for the most up-to-date information on all our events and where you can find the boys.